Welcome to the Quits and Giggles podcast, the show that empowers you to quit your nine to five and work for yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Leopold, and I'm here sharing actionable insights on how to start and grow a service-based side business, as well as interviewing incredible women who've taken theirs full time. So plug in and get ready to get inspired. And if you like what you hear, I'd love it if you could give me a five-star rating and hit that subscribe button so you get notified as each new show drops. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Quits and Giggles podcast, the show that empowers you to quit your nine to five and work for yourself. And a very, very happy new year, my lovelies. Welcome to 2024. It can be a little bit of a weird day, New Year's Day, I think. You know, it's a bit of a sort of mixed bag of emotions, isn't it? You know, it almost feels a little bit like, you know, you've got a little bit of hope for the new year and excitement, but it's also mixed in with a really nice dose of a bit of anxiety and a bit of overwhelm. When you really start thinking about all the things that you want to do in 2024 that you maybe didn't make happen in 2023. So it's a bit of a weird one. And if that sounds familiar, then the reason I know that is because it's what, you know, used to be me basically. Because like, if you're anything like I was this time four years ago, you're probably waking up today thinking like, this has to be the year that things finally change for you, right? That for the last six months of the previous year, you've maybe been telling yourself that you were going to kick things into gear, but maybe that never quite materialized. And you keep looking at other women running these successful businesses, but then you're circling in self-doubt yourself and wondering why you can't do the same. And, you know, that these sorts of things used to come up for me daily. Like it was a complete head fuck. So if you're feeling similar, I really want to let you into a simple, simple little secret that helped me flip the switch and instantly felt more positive and clear about the year ahead. Are you ready? This is it. Start fucking focusing on what you do want rather than what you don't. It is literally that simple because successful people think about what they want and how to get it all the time, right? Whereas unsuccessful people, they think and talk about what they don't want most of the time. Like they bang on about their problems and their worries. Like we all know people like this, right? They always go on about like who's to blame for their situation. And they come up with all these excuses, every excuse under the sun of why they're not happy right? But the difference is with successful people, they keep their thoughts and their conversations positive and focused on what they do want. And the reason I know this is because I used to think like an absolute proper negas cheggers all the time. Like I'm talking for years, right? And if you don't already know my story, and if you don't, I'd I'd say go and listen to episode one because I go into it in much more detail than I'm about to now. But short story is I'd been climbing the corporate ladder for about 15 years, chasing the promotions, chasing the bonuses that I thought I wanted. But over time, I basically realized I was completely trapped and felt completely unfulfilled in this job, right? And I just assumed it was too late to make a change because I was 38, I think, you know, I thought I'd wasted the last 15 years of my life. And I just basically started spiraling into this emotional breakdown, which essentially culminated in me getting signed off work for five months. So I, yeah, hit an all-time low. But that emotional breakdown, down completely changed my life, right? I had some really amazing CBT therapy. And then once I kind of felt stronger, I hired a coach to get me back to work. And literally one of the biggest aha moments I had was just how much I'd created the situation that I'd found myself in, which was very hard to hear and very hard to realize, but I needed it, right? I I realized how much I'd been trapped in this like mess of my own excuses and this horrible victim mindset that I just couldn't get free of. So with the help of this coach, I resolved like then and there to start working on my negative mindset, right? And 
very early on in this process as well, um, he also introduced me to goal setting and it had such a profound effect on me that that was when I decided this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to become a coach, right? So I wrote down this outrageous goal for myself, like I'm going to qualify as a coach within a year. And I created a fake qualification certificate, you know, to display on my wall because I knew that, you know, by visualizing these goals, it's more likely that you're going to achieve them, right? Which I'll go into later. And exactly 11 months after I wrote that goal down, I got a certificate in the post showing me that I'd qualified with a distinction one month earlier than I'd planned. And literally from that day forward, my life was never the same. Like six months later, I'd grown that business to five figures. And six months after that, I'd quit my job. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I want to demonstrate the unbelievable fucking power of goal setting, right? And I know I do get this. Goal setting doesn't sound very sexy. I get that, right? And basically most people think like that. Apparently 86% of people don't actually bother setting goals, right? So if that is you, don't worry, you are not alone. But there's some amazing stats, right? Did you know that by not setting goals, which means you're effectively flying through life by the seat of your pants, by not setting goals, you're actually up to 30 times more likely to miss out on success, right? And that is from a Harvard study. So you know it's true, right? 30 times more likely to miss out on success, right? That is just bonkers. And if you are part of that 86% who don't set goals, then I do get it, right? Because I never used to set goals either, right? Before I discovered this whole coaching malarkey, I didn't set them either. And if you're not setting them, it's usually for one of these four reasons, right? One is that you think they're not important, which is really common, especially if you've been brought up around people who don't set goals, like I wasn't, right? Number two is you don't know how, right? And I used to think things like have a nice, comfortable life or make lots of money are goals, but they are not. They are just dreams. And I will tell you more about that later. Um, number three, you've got a fear of failure. Again, super common, right? All of us have experienced failure and it fucking hurts, right? Each time we tell ourselves, right, oh, I'll be more careful next time. And the wall just goes up and up and up and up until we no longer set goals, right? And number four is you have a fear of rejection. Again, hugely common. Us humans have a massive need to belong. So we are petrified that if we set a goal, we're going to be criticized, ridiculed, judged, whatever, if we don't achieve it. So we don't bother, right? But honestly, whether you love goals or loathe them, I am here to tell you today that they are an absolute non-negotiable when it comes to starting and growing a business. They are how successful people become and stay successful. End of, right? Like I said, they help me go from signed off work with stress and anxiety to qualifying as a coach, building a five-figure business and quitting said job all in just two years, okay? And there's a few reasons why goals are so important, right? One is they help you take control of your life and break out of autopilot um, that we're in every day. We are, we're just, you know, we're just on this autopilot. We're just heading where we don't know where and they really help you take control of it, right? They also really help you reach your highest potential because you've got something to work towards all of a sudden. They give you focus and direction, which then stops you from procrastinating. They make you accountable, which is, you know, rather than just talking about them, you are now obligated to do something about it. They motivate you. They give you something to strive for and they push you out of your comfort zone. And we all know where life begins, right? At the end of your comfort zone, right? And I might be speaking out of turn here, but I would hazard a guess that if you haven't got to where you want to be with your business yet, it's probably because you haven't been setting goals. All right. But the good news is that by taking the time to listen to this episode today, you are taking that first huge step in switching from being like a passive passenger in your life to being in the actual proper driving seat of it, right? So now I've convinced you why we set goals. How do we actually do it? 
right? So I'm going to give you my top 10 goal setting tips. Okay. First one, start with where you are now. Might sound bananas, right? But if you are not clear on what's happening with your life at the moment and therefore what you want to change, these goals that you're going to set are not going to be in alignment with your life or your values. And they sure as shit are not going to motivate you, right? So there's a couple of ways you can do this. A couple of exercises I'm going to give you. One is a simple reflection exercise, right? Of the year that's just gone by. So I would encourage you to go and sit in a nice coffee shop or even in the pub, like wherever it is, just take some time on your own, listen to some nice music, get out a pen and a paper, a nice journal, whatever you've got. And essentially what you're going to do is you're going to split this into categories, right? Of say health, career, finances, fun, relationships, like anything like that, all the different categories of your life. And what you're going to do is you're going to journal about what has felt good about each of those things this year, right? In quite a lot of detail, right? So you're going to talk about what's felt good, first of all. And then once you've done that, you're going to talk about what's felt hard about them all, right? So, and I really would encourage you to go into as much detail as possible. Then what you're going to do is you're going to look for themes and things that stick out to you, okay? And then you're going to culminate it or you're going to write three more categories at the bottom, right? There's going to be things you want to stop, things you want to start, and things you want to continue. And that's really going to give you such a load of direction about the goals that you want to start setting, right? So that's a nice little exercise you can do. Another exercise you can do, and you can do both if you want, is called the wheel of life, right? And again, you're going to need a paper and a pencil or a pen. And what you're going to do is you're going to draw a big, big circle on a piece of paper and you're going to divide it into various categories, right? Like the ones that we talked about earlier. So they, you can have five, six, seven, eight, whichever categories you want to pick right? And what you're going to do is you're going to score yourself, each of these categories, you're going to score yourself out of 10, right? Of how, how they feel right now. Okay. And then what you're going to do is you're going to mark inside the circle, inside each segment of the category in where your score is, right? So I'll explain it. So imagine that number 10, that the outside of the circle, sorry, is number 10 and the uh, number one is on the inside of the circle. So if you decided to say score health a nine, you would draw in, in the segment that says health, you would draw a line towards the outside of the circle, right? Because 10 is the outside. Whereas if you gave, say, career a two, you would draw your line nearer the inside of the circle, okay? So you go around and you do that for each of your categories. And then when you're done, you are going to have a really lovely visual of exactly how you feel about your life at the moment, right? But most importantly, it's going to really quickly show you the areas that you need to change because you will see all the areas that are low scoring, i.e. with a line nearer the uh, middle of the circle, are going to be the ones that you think, right, I need to change that, okay? And it's going to make you feel far less overwhelmed because a lot of the time we're like, oh my God, everything's so shit. Oh my God, I need to change everything. But when you do this exercise, you kind of go, oh, okay, right, it really is just career and finances that I need to change. Okay, so I'm going to focus on that. Everything else is quite good. So it really does kind of, you know, get rid of all that overwhelm and get you focused on the key things that do need to change. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is thinking big, right? Daring to dream. Okay. So we always, always, always want to start super, super broad before we start narrowing it down, right? Because all too often, I see it all the time with my clients, is we play it small. We think in what, in sort of, we think in terms of what we can achieve, not what we want to achieve, right? So another really great exercise that you can do to help with this is called Be Do Have right? And again, you're going to get another big, big piece of paper. I actually love a bit of A3 paper, if you can get one. So you're going to get your big three um, A3 piece of paper. You're going to turn it portrait size, portrait side up, and you're going to divide it into three sections. So three columns. And one is going to be B, one is going to be do, and one is going to be have. And then what you're going to do is you're going to write all the things you want to be 
in the B column. You're going to write all the things you want to do in the do column, and you're going to write all the things you want to have in the have column. And I, when I say write, I mean, I just want you to write a stream of consciousness. Really try not to overthink it, right? And what you will start to see is a lot of patterns and maybe even some repetition coming up. So an example I can give you, right, is when I did this exercise last year, I saw podcasting coming up in pretty much every column, right? E.g., I want to be a podcaster. I want to do podcasting. I want to have a podcast, right? So when I did the reflection at the end, it was pretty bloody obvious that starting a podcast was going to be one of my goals for 2023. And lo and behold, here we are. You are listening to my podcast, which is, again, another bloody amazing example of the power of goal setting. But I digress. Back to the exercise. What you're going to do is then, once you've got all your stream of consciousness written in your three columns, what you're going to do is start to narrow them down. And to do that, you're going to be looking at whether they marry up to the key areas of your wheel of life or your other exercise that you did that you said you wanted to focus on this year. So for example, does podcasting marry up to me saying I want to increase my brand awareness this year or something like that? Yes, it does. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to focus on that. But if you've got a load of things in there that don't, that aren't sort of relevant to those key areas that you said you wanted to focus on, then you're going to put them lower down the priority list or maybe even cross them off for this year. Okay. And then what you want to do eventually is you're going to get it down to like a short list of 10 and then you're going to get it down to a short list of three, right? And it's going to take some work, but the, the reason we want to get it down to three is because having any more than that is just going to overwhelm us, right? And that's going to lessen the likelihood of us achieving them. And I'm not saying don't do them. You can have them on a long list, but you're just going to pick three to focus on, right? And then once you've achieved them, you can go back to your long list and you could pick three more. Okay. Right. Number three is get clear on your why right? As we all know, (laughs) achieving your goals is hard, right? Especially when you lose motivation, right? So that is the reason it is really, really important to know why you want that goal. So I want you to, for each one, really ask yourself, why do I want this thing? What is it going to give me? What impact is it going to have on my life, right? So for example, rather than saying, I want to get paying clients, If you said, I want to get paying clients so that I'll have more income, which is going to provide a happier and more comfortable life for my family, you can really feel how much more impactful that is, right? And another one, like, I want to start a business. You know, instead of just saying that, you say, I want to start a business because I want the freedom and the flexibility to go and pick my kids up from school whenever I want. I want to be lit up like a rocket every morning when I wake up. You know, that's that's what's going to get you motivated to achieve that goal, not just, I want to start a business, right? So hopefully you can really feel how much more impactful it is when you start to say, your why. And if you really, if you'd like to read a book on this, uh, there's a book called Starting With Why called um, from Simon Sinek, who he's just like the godfather of knowing your why. So that's a really good book to read. Right. Number four, get specific, right? (laughs) The more woolly your goal is, the less likely it is you're going to achieve it, right? Uh, and I see this all the time. And, and don't get me wrong, it's great to have goals. And, and even if they are, well, it's better than not having them at all. But we want to get really specific. So what I mean by that is instead of saying like, I want to get more clients this year, I want you to really pinpoint exactly how much that more is right? And how you specifically, you per- you one person compared to everybody else is going to measure it. And the reason I say that is because you might say, I want more to you might be three more clients a quarter, right? But more to somebody else might be three more clients a month, right? And neither is right or wrong, but more means different to different people, different things to different people, right? So it's totally up to you and your preference of what that more is, but just keep it specific, okay? The more specific you can be, the more likely you are to achieve your goals, okay? Number five is to make sure that they are achievable, but challenging, right? And as my clients will know, I always say they need to feel at least a seven out of 10 challenging, right? Or you are not going to be motivated enough, right? If they're too easy, you're just going to be like, easy peasy and you're not going to bother, okay? But if they're too challenging, if they're like a 12 out of 10, you're just going to be like, oh my God, fuck this and I can't do it, right? So I always say, 
seven out of 10 is the sweet spot, right? You've got to have that little bum quiver that just shows you're just pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Okay. Number six, write them down. I cannot emphasize this enough, right? Write them down and remind yourself of them every damn day, right? There is another stat that I found. People who write their goals down are 42% more likely to achieve them than people that don't, right? So simple, write them down, write them in your planner, your calendar, your journal, stick them up on sticky notes, stick them on the back of the fridge or the back of the toilet door. You know, like I told you earlier, I created a fake qualification certificate and I put it in a frame and put it on the wall. You know, anything like that is going to help you, right? As I say, it enabled me to qualify a month earlier because I just had it in my head. I had it in front of my eyes, sorry, all day, every day. So whatever you need to do to visualize them, you know, things like I've heard of people changing their, they have an important like money goal, right? They've changed their password on their laptop to be that money goal. So they're typing it in every single day. So they're reminding themselves, you know, type out your goals and put them in a nice little Canva thing and make a screensaver, you know, on your phone or on your laptop, whatever you need to do so that you are reminded of them. The worst thing you can do is just put them in a drawer or forget about them. Okay. So I cannot emphasize it enough. Write them down, remind yourself of them every day. Seven. If you're going to write them down, write them in the positive, not the negative. Like this might sound really obvious, but I really cannot emphasize this enough. I want you to say, instead of saying like, I want to stop procrastinating about starting my business or stop procrastinating about getting clients. I want you to replace those negative words with positive ones, right? So I like a good way to think about it is like, what's the opposite of what I've just said? So instead of, I want to stop procrastinating, it could become like, I want to get more motivated, right? So I want you to always think, what is, is this negative? And if it is, what is the opposite? How can I make it into a positive? Okay. Number eight, put a date on them, right? I know it's scary to say, I want to achieve X by X, Y date, because we have this huge fear of failure, right? And if I don't do it, oh my God, everyone's going to judge me, but they're not. It's your goal, right? And you can move the goalposts, right? That's where that phrase came from. But literally a goal without a date is just a dream. So you need to put a date on it. Okay. Number nine, write them like you have already achieved them. Okay. This is a small and simple trick that my coach taught me when we were first started coaching and it is mind blowing, right? Because what it does is it kind of tricks your mind into thinking that it's already happened. Like there's no chance that's not going to happen, right? So what I mean, I'll give you an example. Instead of saying by October, 2024, I want to have three paying clients. Instead, you're going to say, it is October 2024 and I have three paying clients. Can you feel how much more powerful that second one is? Because it's basically saying it's happened, right? So write them like you've already achieved them. Okay. Number 10 is break them down, right? And I've left this till last because it is, once you've done all this great stuff, you've written them down, it is now extremely common to feel very overwhelmed, right? Once you've set that big, bold goal, you suddenly start going, shit, how the hell am I going to do this? So the answer is to break it down into much more manageable chunks, right? Because by breaking down that like mahusive, seemingly impossible goal, you are going to start to feel so much calmer about how you're going to get there, right? And you're going to know exactly the step-by-step-by-steps that you need to be working on every time you want to sit down and work on your business, right? It's going to just eradicate all that overwhelm. So break them down. And a little bonus one is to tell people about them, right? And I know it, this again, this is shit scary, right? Because once you tell people about there, about them, it's out there, right? But that's a really good thing because once you've told people about them, it's, it's making you accountable, right? It's like, there's no going back, right? So tell people about them, tell anyone, put it on social media or like get an accountability group, hire a coach, whatever you need to do to make sure that someone or a group of people are keeping you to what you said you would do 
Okay. So on that note, if you've heard uh, anything today that is getting you revved up to want to smash the shit out of your business in 2024, then do give me a holler because I do one-to-one and group coaching and it will absolutely put a rocket up your bum. I, you have my word on that. So you can find me on Instagram at uh, Lauren Leopold, the coach or one word. All right. And um, yeah, that's it for today's episode. I hope it's inspired you to set some badass boss bitch goals for 2024 because you absolutely and totally are more than capable of achieving big things. All right. I promise you just remember, think big, dare to dream, write them down and just fucking make them happen. Okay. You have absolutely got this. Okay. So thank you as always for listening. And please, if you did like what you hear, please don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button on your podcast app of choice. So you can get notified as each new episode drops. All right. I will see you next time. And that's all I've got for you today. As always, thank you for listening. And don't forget to drop me a review and rating and to hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast. And you can head over to Instagram at Lauren Leopold, the coach for daily content on how to start and build that side business and quit your nine to five. I'll see you next time.